Brandon. Mm-hmm. Trump's in a peach. Oh, he's in a real big peach. Like a James size peach, actually. It's James and the giant peach. Um, we're gonna I guess we're starting off without we're a non-sports thing for the first time in our podcasting career. History. We're, we're breaking new grounds here, folks. We have, we have an open concept of podcasting now. It's kind of cool. Uh, we don't have much to say on it, I'm assuming. I don't think you have a ton to say on it. Uh, nope. Basically, Trump got impeached round two. So, Let's see what ooh, happens there, yeah. doesn't mean a whole lot. He's he's out, was it next week anyways? Or no, this but you week? know what, though? It actually does mean a whole lot for his, like, after presidency, yes, you know? That's like, what I would Like, think. you don't get any of the little secret service. You don't get any of the retirement funds. Like, you're yep. just, like, you, you get yep. struck. You can't, can't run again is the other thing, right. too. You get sent so, to exile, pretty much. It's great. It's it's great. I love it. Um, yeah. Whether it goes through or not, who cares? It doesn't matter at this point. He's so already a third time. Let's just make some real history here, you know? Do another three one. times and just, yeah. The day before he's supposed to leave, do another yeah. one. Oh, yeah. How many days you got? You got, like, another like, couple days. You're good. Yeah. Why not? I love it. Uh, yeah, so that was the second biggest news of the week. The biggest <laughs> news of the week came out of the NBA, actually, which was yes, a sir. Wasn't a shock in the fact that James Harden was traded. But just like it seemed to come out of nowhere on the day of, uh, dude. I think the the shock was like how in depth the trade was and how quickly it seemed to just like happen. Like that must not have been the first conversation, obviously, because like nope. that was so that fast. I know for a while. Yeah, it was it was a weird trade though, because it just started off as this three team trade, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh yeah, by the way, Oladipo is being traded too. Yeah, dude, Part which of- I love. I love that. What a steal by the Rockets. I think the Rockets made out like complete bandits right I, here. I think lots of teams made out really good in this trade, and I don't right. think the Nets are one of them. No. No. And like I, I agree that it's not the same thing as like Pierce and Garnett because they're not yeah. old, right? Like like James Harden is still very much in his prime. They're arguably but, like, in their prime or like just at the but, end like, of their prime. James Harden's prime is to score. Yes. James Harden's prime is not defense. No. It is not like playmaking for sure. He has the ability because the ball starts in his hand. But like yep. now, when Kyrie decides to come back, but if he it? decided to come back, I don't know. Is it this time? Like who who handles the ball on that team? Like okay, so when the Rockets usually came up for it'd be like he would carry the ball up okay. because like that's how the the team was just centered around him. You know what I mean? Like but they didn't have through. a Kyrie. I would argue that Kyrie is a better ball handler. That's than what I'm saying though. Is like how is it now with with James Harden coming off the ball? Like how are you gonna like he's gonna be able to have probably a little more open shots but like is he gonna be able to to do that <laughs> it's crazy because you're taking these three guys that have like one of the biggest attitudes in basketball arguably like this is three of the bigger attitudes in basketball i put russ on the list too obviously yeah. but how are you gonna make that work in brooklyn with three guys that are just right. noted issues i would say apart and from like, a- this is what james harden walked away from back in i think it was a 2012 offseason like right. okc made a run to the finals got yeah. Completely slapped by a way like more, you know, they weren't they weren't good enough. Any team, no. And instead of going back, he said, "I want to be the guy," and he left. He went to a different team that was like, "We're going to build around you," and that's that's fine. We continue to build around you. Mm-hmm. And now though, he's going into a situation where he's like going to be guy number two, maybe yeah. three. I get like probably three. Yeah. But looking like maybe two if Kyrie decides like you know what I mean that's I think the wild yeah. card there is that yeah. if Kyrie doesn't come back it's, then it's it's a lot easier. It's wild because, like, I think these three guys like to be the star on a team, and you kind of seen it in the way they've made their moves in their career so far. But you're moving to a team that already has two stars, and it's like, how long are you going to last in a spot where you can't be the number one guy? Right. 
and like he he showed it the first time, right? Like, it, and he since then he's always been the number one guy. It doesn't matter if it was Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, who's come yeah. through there. They were yeah. guy number two, and that was it. It didn't matter, and they oh. knew that. Yeah. Now you're going to a team though that like Steve Nash is not going to give you. Oh, poor Steve Nash, man. Oh, for your first season, <laughs> oh, your first year ever as a coach, and you're like, dealing with these three on the not on the only team. yeah like K- KD. He's he's fine to me, you know. What I mean, he's there to play, and he seems like he's coming out to prove that his injury is not going to slow him down any bit, which is yeah. which is cool. I enjoy yeah. his style of play, but like Kyrie, not sure what's going on. As I've said, like he's why just missing? He's MIA. Why is <laughs> the real thing? Like <laughs> not sure. And then now James Harden gets thrown in the mix, and now you have two big personalities there. I would say three. Fair like, enough. Harden and Kyrie for sure are yep. real interesting personalities. And then you've seen what uh, KD is online and like the mm-hmm. personality he has and like the, the way he just conducts his business. He doesn't seem like the biggest personality, but like he's got that attitude to him that it's just like he is larger than life. Yeah. And these guys have shown that if, if the going gets tough, they're going right. They're not getting yeah. in it. They're, no. they're going to pack their bags and leave. So what scares me is not only the confirmed three picks going over, which are yep. like within Down range, the road, right? right which is like next year or i think or maybe this year coming yeah so no this, so this year one, is a is a swap this one pick, probably but, won't be a great pick no but th- i don't think they have to swap this year no and then next year is a guaranteed one like on the even years it's guaranteed pick right so like right. after 22 23 you're within a range where these three guys could say they could opt high talent. all right. three of them they have right. opt-outs apparently right so now you're in a position where you could just say, okay, man, we're going to swap the worst pick. And you're yeah. getting better now, too, right? Like, you, they're probably going to convince. I could see them convincing Oladipo to, to stay there and, and to play and to kind of build around him. And, like, John Wall is coming back with, with some yeah. steam. I don't think good. he's, you know, I don't think he's elite anymore by any no, sense. No, but he's, but... Still a, he's still a high-quality player that you can put on yep. your roster. They, they definitely, I don't think they're better right now, but they're better for the future with this move than they would have been mm-hmm. with just letting them walk. I, I I like the move for the Rockets. I like I think it was in picks is not bad either. And you now have you not only especially get in like the NBA the potential to draft, but you get the potential to trade with them now too. Mm-hmm. And that's where the Rockets could go about now. They just gave themselves way more room to maneuver, like almost the same way that the Thunder did when they were like, we're just going to trade things off for for picks. And now it's like, okay, we could wait and draft players and build around this, but also if we want, we could trade. Yeah, and it's just it's so much better. I, I think the funniest thing I saw a tweet the other day about it, but they were talking about uh, Kyrie. Mm-hmm. And they, they, the tweet was that uh, Kyrie left LeBron in Cleveland because he didn't want to be the Robin to his Batman. Now he's sitting here in Brooklyn as the Alfred. That's <laughs> <laughs> so true, dude. Yeah, like it's it's one of those things that like you left. He left already because he didn't want to be the number two, but now he's the number three. And like I don't, I, it'll be real interesting to see how that works down the road. I don't. It's. It's not going to like unless he has a plan to to split them up because one thing I've noticed now is Brooklyn has given away a lot of their bench. They've got no bench depth. No. So unless you're planning on like a divide and conquer tactic where like you know James is going to get his time with just James yeah. and maybe Kyrie and James might pair up for a bit and KD, yeah. like you know what I mean they start all three of them mm-hmm. but then after the tip off it's situational it's you know yeah. what I mean they're not together they're yeah it's because crazy. that's like the only way that's going to work now like you're going to have Joe Harris by himself. <laughs> It's it's wild. I don't. They went for like a big star approach as to have as opposed to having a full team. 
it's a weird it's a weird approach. I mean, like I know Golden State had their big three or four that they ran with for a while, and that was it. But like at least their bench pieces could do something. Like they had uh, Iggy Andre for a Iguodala, while, yeah, and Sean Livingston. Yeah, there there were little pieces that weren't like studs by any means, but they were serviceable NBA players that yeah. you could put in and count on. And they didn't need to be scoring because the the guys up front could score, right? They didn't need to be able to put. They just need to put like consistent buckets in. You know, what I mean, make yep. the looks that you get, but yep. not take over anything from the game plan. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, I'm kind of glad the Raptors didn't make this move. No, I didn't think it was ever in there, no, in their books. And the reason why is. Masai is his one year. This is last year as it stands right now. Yeah. Why do that to a team that you say you're enjoying? Like with the potential of coming back, like you know that doesn't fit your system. You know that doesn't do anything. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't fill a hole. Like you're two, arguably your two best players right now, maybe you're second and third, but they're in your backcourt. And you you don't need to bring in James Harden to improve that backcourt. Like you don't have a lot of pieces as it is that you can offer up in that trade. And if you got to give away a guy like, Pascal, like if you're giving away Pascal in that deal, you now have your only three good players are in your backcourt, and you just you don't show a lot of loyalty because you just paid no. Pascal. Like this exactly. is the, the what the first year on his his big deal. I think so. Yeah, Second and year, you're going to yeah. give up on him because like, he's had a rough stretch of like a, a month total any, of basketball yeah, playing time. This is time. an adjustment for everybody, right? Like, man, I, nobody expected this team to win the championship, no. and still within getting the eighth to like you know fifth seed, like chances are you have maybe an above average winning record, but not very much. Sometimes you're even and usually at eight you're you have a losing record and you're still yep. Yep. like you're it's, gonna be I, fine. I feel for the Raptors too, because they won that championship because Kawhi came in and Kawhi Kawhi is elite. He's elite in this Dude. league and he'll help teams he's win like everywhere he goes. But because of that, they now kind of have this expectation around him. And even last year in that series with Boston, it, they were going into it probably as the under underdog, if not even on it. And it's one of those things that people look at it now and they expect them to win. So when they lose series like that or they start this year the way they did, it looks so much worse. But some of those games are, are one bucket games. Yeah. Like a lot of almost all of them have been they've had big leads. Yeah. They're, or they're or they're in it at the end. There's good there's good points of it and there's bad points of it, obviously. And I think you know what? I think going three and eight is is justified. They they deserve it and they know it, and that's only going to push them harder. Right? This team isn't going to just back up and and say we're done now. We're three and eight. That's it. Season over. Yeah. As much as everyone's harping on the Raptors for being three and eight and not being the team they were last year or the year before and all that, they could easily be eight and three, and I I wouldn't be all that surprised no. based on the games that they played. But like, yeah. are we are we sitting here convinced that this is the team that's going to make no. it bring us back to the championship? Like, Absolutely right, not. As it stands Absolutely right not. now, this is not going to be the case. No, like, I so. I think we need to temper expectations on what we thought the Raptors were going to be. Obviously, but I don't think they're as bad as what we're seeing. No, if, if and I don't. Sense. Yeah, and I'm not sure exactly what is going to be done to this team. I think no. that's why everyone's kind of just just waiting, and we probably won't know until the very last minute because yeah. that's kind of where it's. Where it is, it's such a shortened season that things are coming up a lot quicker. There's less time to decide what you want yeah. to do with your team and which direction you want to go. So, but but being in that middle ground is is tough. Yeah, right. it's it's weird. It's tough. It's tough as I'm not a big Raptors fan. Like I'm not a big basketball fan, so it's not huge for me. But like for the diehard Raptors fans that have watched this team be so successful for so long now, it's yeah. got to be tough just sitting here and watching this being like, man, we had it all, and. But you now you've lost, you know, a lot of the the core pieces to that, so it's understandable. And you're building from that. And you can only hope, though, that you know, you knew there was going to be a drop off. You can only hope that this is kind of as low as it goes. 
Yeah. And they're going to learn from here. They're going to they're going to move up from this way. So. Yep. We'll see what happens. It'll be yeah. interesting. There's so the NHL started. We're back. We have oh, things to goodness. watch. It's great. Oh, goodness. It was it's great to great. listen this morning to oh. the radio. You know, we we're just talking about all the hockey that's happened, all the hockey that's going to happen. Yes. So nice, man. I have something to do every night. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, before we get into the season, all that, there was news before anything even started that we'll get into first. First and foremost, your guy, Corey Crawford. My boy. He, he uh, yep, decided to hang him up. Yeah, man. He, he's decided to hang up with skates, you know, after 10 seasons. Just, you know, I think he agreed to a contract with New Jersey two years. Did. But, yeah. But, you know, just decided not kid Can come back this year? Wasn't. Wasn't in the right headspace, I think, to to do so. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's I'm, it's definitely a tough season to I, to get yourself into. I'm intrigued into, right? as to whether or not he was hurt or he just wasn't having it. I'm I don't yeah. really that like was really obviously like, he dealt uh, with that vertigo that vertigo thing, right? And that could be which, a big factor, which but. kept him out for for a pretty long while. And, you know, injury has definitely taken taken a him lot back. back. Like, yeah, absolutely. So. But no, but I, yeah, this, there wasn't really much on it too, eh? Which is kind of weird. Like, no, that's what no, I noticed. Quietly just swept it under the yeah. rug. This is a guy who I think statistically had his best year of his career last year, did he not? Well, probably faced like six hundred shots. You would, yeah, too, it, like he, he just, yeah, <laughs> he was actually really good last year, and it was yeah. it looked like Pete Corey Crawford. I don't know if it was statistically, but it was up there among the best years in his career. And this is a guy that has two, three Stanley Cups now, or was he only a part of two? Two, two? Part of two. Yep. I mean. For him to come out last year and do that, you kind of think, yeah, he still got it. Maybe he can play two more years. But I, yeah, I don't. Obviously, there's something going on there for him. And yeah, which is which is fine, man. Because you know what, I think being especially because you know you go to New Jersey, you're now he's Canadian, you're now down stuck in the states, and that could be a really yeah really hard commitment to make. Especially right, right now, now yeah. it's a tough time yeah, for like everybody. You are stranded over there, right? It's it's going to be incredibly difficult to to come away from that. So. Yeah. He's got a family and yep. all of that. It's one of those things. It's it's tough to be apart from your family for that long. Yep. But man, ten years as a goalie, mm-hmm. like that. I think that that deserves a lot of respect. Ten years. Cups. He's got two Stanley Cups in those yep. ten years. That's pretty good. I he, he had a hell of a career. I don't. Absolutely. He's not. I don't think he he's Hall of Fame level goaltender. But everyone gets yeah. in the NHL, so who knows? I mean, yeah. It seems like if you got a cup, you're you're kind of in. Yeah, for it. he's got so, two of them. He's a part yeah, of some and, great teams. Absolutely. Like but, the dy- I think the dynasty of the Chicago Blackhawks, like they're gonna get a yeah. really big nod. Like Marion Hosa being the first one. Yep. To go, like you know, I mean, he yep. was a key element in those cups. Yep. And then so you go. And then obviously Kane, Taves, Keith, Kane, probably yeah, Seabrook. That's what I mean. Um, like Seabrook could even sneak himself in there. You know, not having yep. the greatest career, but everyone still- forgets about how great Seabrook was in the beginning of his career because he's just been so bad ever that since. That money was just deserved by everybody. Like, yep. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. Kane and Taves getting the same amount of money was perfect. Yeah. Um, signing Seabrook, like, I understood it, but I knew there was going to be a year that was just, it was a drop-off. It sucked. It, yeah. yeah. You, you were paying him for what he'd been because you got such a great deal on him for so long. And but then... there's a good chance that I never have to see Kane play against me. I never have to see Taves play against me. Nope. Like, those guys are going to be part of my team until the very end. And I, yep. I love that. I hope. respect that so much. I hope. I hope. <laughs> Because there's, See, there's as, been talks, but as I this don't, can hope, <laughs> the hope, hope that. Yes. the hope coke. Yeah. Uh, other big piece of news came out. I was shocked. Uh, Evander Kane filed for bankruptcy, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But he filed twenty eight point five million dollars yeah, in bankruptcy. Something. I think it was okay. But I read a little more into that. Like three homes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's there's some shit. But he only has ten million dollars in properties. Right. 
and well, then like more dead on is, that. Like this is a guy that made forty million dollars in contract. Obviously, he's not getting all that money, but he made his contract equal up to over forty million dollars before that time, and he's one of the highest paid players in the NHL right now, and he is twenty eight million dollars in bankruptcy. Yeah, that's bad. Eh? Oof. Like, dude, the last player I think to actually say that they've gone bankrupt was Jack Johnson. If, right, if because I, of which his was parents. like what 2006 and that's such a wild situation in itself yeah. because his parents basically robbed him of all the oh, money absolutely. he didn't even know if you haven't heard it look it up because it's insane yeah. it's but absolutely they just heartbreaking all his money and like that's reasonable i understand how but you get this to is that. like just him <laughs> what the hell how do you get to this i understand he's had gambling issues from what right. i've heard okay um so yeah maybe that plays into it but like 28 and a half million dollars I mean, that makes sense. He gambles his life every time he goes up against Reeves. So, <laughs> <laughs> who is going to have a field day, by the way? I cannot wait. I, I'm see, so happy. Ten times a year, man. Yeah. Ten times I this mean, year, they are going to see each other. I, I think yes and no, because I think, re- obviously, it's a real shit situation for Kane. And at any point in time, you can shred him for this. But Revo is a genuine human being, and he's not going to go after you for, like, <sighs> Man, a life issue like he's not he's not that something. heartless that he's Dude. gonna be like man you're a fucking blowout why type. not if the animosity builds to that degree because, like they they don't like each other but he's not a bad person is the thing is like he's he understands you have issues on the side he's not gonna yeah. go out yeah, it, it, there's lots I of guys just, who would don't I get me wrong it. yeah I, I, just, I think he i think he'll maybe face some sort of backlash for it then from someone maybe not revo but yeah uh it'd be interesting uh a yeah. little bit more news Mark Stone became the first captain in Vegas history. Well-deserved. I mean, he's not a Vegas loyal guy yet, but he is signed there, and uh, he is their best player, I would yeah, say. Yeah, I think he's a good good guy on the ice. I'm sure off the ice, too. Brings a lot to that team. Probably has a big voice out there. So, yeah, you know, but a really, a, really dynamic and, I think, underrated two-way uh, player. Definitely underrated because that guy is arguably the – he's not even arguably. He's the best two-way player in the game. Yeah. Like and he, he's a great scorer. Oh, absolutely. And he just, no matter what team he's on, no matter what situation he in, he's in, he seems to just produce. Yeah. And just, like, just confident no to be in there. No one ever talks about him. No, I don't feel like anybody ever mentions Mark, especially for the, the continued success of Vegas, because, like, Vegas was yeah. just brought into the league. They had mm-hmm. good year first year, and to yep. continue that, they went out, they got Mark Stone. And then and he's been great, though. He was kept so in good it. in that playoff run. Dude, I know. And they're it's keeping that team, right? They just keep building on it, like, yeah, Robin Leonard, unreal. Sign him back to to a contract. Crazy man. That team's then, so good. I don't understand get, how they've been so good. Yeah, so then you go get Petrangelo, like for somehow, some way, trade stats. Like you just and you keep players there that you know are, are going to produce in this system. Yeah, it's. I think he'll be a great leader on that team. I think he's an excellent first captain for sure. Yep. Yeah, it's a great pick. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Larkin was also yeah, named captain. Well. Yep. Yeah. Red Wings. Realistically, you have two choices on that team. It was him or Mantha. Yep. And I, I don't think you can go wrong either way. It's it's interesting to think though. Like the, he's the first one since Zetterberg, and like that that's a long time for a historic franchise to yeah. go without a, without a, a captain. captain. That's, yeah, that like that. Weird. That's really interesting. You know, what I mean, like there's some big names who have donned that seat in that in that jersey. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. so to just have a to have a point where you just don't have anything. Hmm. like that that really must have been yeah something for that franchise for such a historic franchise too it's kind of weird to see for so Mm -hmm. long i didn't know that actually that's kind of wild yeah um i think 
it's kind of interesting that they went uh, Larkin over Mantha, just be based on like the Canadian versus the American. Like you have the true purebred American and Dylan Larkin who ends up getting the C for like arguably America's team in Detroit, who's been yeah, like fair. one of the biggest teams in America since their introduction. Yeah. I think it's kind kind of cool. I I don't think they were thinking that way, but I think he's pretty deserving bet. of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He yeah. just he works hard everywhere. He's another like great, yeah. I think, two way player. Obviously not to the Mark Stone level, but he he works hard on both. Fast of as hell, dude. Yeah, dude. He's speed. so quick. Yeah. Incredible skater. Um yeah. he's one of only two bright spots on that team. So he, he oh. really didn't have very many options. <laughs> no. And I'm glad I, they, they I respect out. that they did. So mm-hmm. it was cool. But hockey. We can talk about it now because we've gone through the information that didn't matter. Um <laughs> So the real shit now. The Leafs are one and zero. Barely. They did squeak that win out. Uh, thank you to Drew Ann for throwing it at the ref instead of taking a look and seeing the six feet on either side of him. And I love that Habs fans are complaining about it. They're like, ah, oh, the ref gave him the win. It's like, well, Drew Ann didn't take a look. He had the boards and he threw it up the middle or like the middle of the behind the net there. I'm like, throw it up the boards and you're safe. The ref knew that. What kind of idiot right. throws it in the middle like that? Dumbass. Uh, we'll take it. Yeah, we'll, run. we'll take it. It's it's a win. It's an ugly win, but it's a win. Montreal, tough. I I think everyone's overrating what they're gonna be, but they are gonna be a tough team to play against. But I, it's not what they're like. They're gonna be like. I'm not thinking that they're gonna be like top no, any stretch, but no, they're gonna make you work for it every game. See, but you're not. But there's lots of people out there that are putting no. them first or second in the division, and I'm like, no. no. How do you like, take this team? Like my my thought process here is this team was 24th in the NHL last year. And you look at their offseason moves and how what did they improve on? Grit. <laughs> yeah, which they didn't need. They needed a score. But but they made the so they made the ice look small. Yep. And oh, yeah, like for sure. first game, like man, I'll I'll give credit to Josh Anderson. He's now doubled his goals from last year. Like yep. all of last year, he's doubled yep. it now. Yep. That's not gonna happen every single game. Okay. No. That was a great game from Josh Anderson and it, yep. it kinda it kind of put my foot in my mouth a little bit because, like, I'm like, well, Josh Anderson's not really that helpful. Like, what's he going to do for this team? And then he goes but, out and pops off two goals, one of which should have been stopped. He will be good. Like, he'll be contributing in the sense yeah. that he fits into that, like, grind him system. Like, they're going to grind you down. They're going to get those gritty goals, man. Like, like Suzuki's goal is from the side of the net. Like, the angles yeah. weren't always the prettiest, right? They weren't easy they goals. Were but, but they it were, did. like, right where they needed to be, right? And that's the thing about Montreal yeah. is they're going to be a lot of right on the spot. They're annoying. Man. They're a pain in yeah, the ass. Absolutely. They're the Islanders without the coach. Is right. What and they it, just, it, they work hard, man. It, it seemed like forever rotation of their forwards of like just average dudes doing yep. really average things and yep. keeping the game going and keeping it tight. That's but. the thing is there, that's, you said it, you said it perfectly there is they're average dudes. And yep. I think their whole team is really average. Yep. But to me, it's just like in this Canadian division, there's so many teams that have elite level talent, not yeah. just average like they have or good. They right. There's some elite lines on all of these teams. And I think in order to beat them, you have to be able to you're going to have to play perfect every single night. Oh, dude. Because they, even when they're having an off night, like Edmonton showed it last night, they weren't really that good last night. No, but McDavid showed up and scored four points but and they won. The five, thing. Yeah, five, he two. has the ability to do that. Exactly. Just saying, I'm going to take over this carry game. your team. They were mm-hmm. they were they were scoring at a wicked pace to start the game. And it was, it was three, two. Right. And it's, it's just, they don't have like, they can outscore you, but you have to be perfect if you're Montreal because they can't keep up with the scores. 
No, they won't be able to, at least to that degree of, of four goals. I don't think that's going to yeah. be consistent. Like, one thing you will always get, I think, is is Carey Price. And, like, Carey. I feel like a lot of people kind of got fooled with, you know, the, the Jake Allen edition, the Anderson edition, the, the coming out of Nick Suzuki in the playoffs. Like, sure. you got to sustain that all year, right? Hmm. And, like, Jake Allen will help. But, like, dude, we've seen Jake we've Allen. We've seen one best. good year out of Jake Allen. Right. We've seen in him at his best. Six. We've seen him at his worst. Yeah. Which one are you going to get? <laughs> exactly. It was the thing for me, too, is everyone's like, oh, well, did you see Suzuki and Kakanyemi in the bubble? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So a, it's the bubble. So it's a very different situation. But and also, we're talking like, now about an entire season. But for and you're two. dealing with professionals who are going to go, OK, if those are the guys, then we're going to we're going to put we're going to strategize against them now. And once you get the heat on you, man, like going back to basketball, Pascal has shown that once you get the heat on exactly. you, it's a whole different game. Exactly. And this is going like, to be the same thing for them. It's a lot. Nick Suzuki. Great, incredible Dude, talent. I think he's absolutely. easily the best player on that team. Yep. But if you have the other team's best D-man zeroing in on you all game, it's a lot harder to score. And you'll, you've seen that from almost every goal scorer in the league. Is like or you even the get forward, locked out like, on games. Even the other center going there, like just like being on him. Like You know what I mean? Yep. If they, they exactly. pay more attention to you, it's going to be a lot harder to get it's to tough. open. Yeah, and to do that for the whole season, especially playing teams 10, 9 times, you're going to get to know everybody's like, yeah. game plan. There's yeah. only so much new shit you can show somebody in a season before it's new shit to you. This <laughs> you know is the I mean? point where talent and systems are going to prevail because eventually, like, you're going to know how to shut teams down. Yep. And you're going to know what this team can bring and you know how to play against that. Yeah, nine to ten looks at it. And you just got to be able to. Talented players are going to walk in and, yeah. and show you why they're talented players. Yeah, you just got to be good enough to beat what the other team's bringing at you. And I just don't see anyone on Montreal that does that that gives me that much hope. If they and, do it, Good for them, yeah. but I just don't see it right now. No. Uh, On to the team that actually matters of the two. Uh, Nylander looked fantastic. Dude, he got himself in good situations, like good spots. Ooh. Great assist, too. That That's the best shooting I've seen in that game and the blue and white game. The best shooting I've seen from oh. Nylander since his rookie year. He looks confident. Oh, my God. He looks strong on the puck. He looks oh. bigger, but like faster somehow. Yeah. Yeah, he blew like, by... He's like more powerful when he skates almost. I forget who was in overtime, but he just blew by him and, like, looked incredibly fast, but, like, effortlessly. Like, he looked like yeah. he was barely moving and just whoom, down the ice. No, I love it. It, it was looks really nice. great. Um, Matthews had a game. He wasn't on the score sheet, but he was around. He was a pain in the ass. Um, I was pretty disappointed in the one chance with Marner where he threw it kind of behind him. Like, yeah. And it kind of put Marner in a weird spot, like to not even get a, a big enough shot off. And, like, yeah. no doubt, like, Carey Price was probably in a really good position to save it either yep. way. But, like, yep. you want to see something harder. You want to see something more challenging. Yeah. And you want to see kind of like a better pass from that. Yeah. Hit her up. He's going to get shut out from time to time because, like yep. we said, you zero in on guys like that. And that's Especially fine. if you're Montreal, they played him enough. Right, 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 right. And, and that's, that's going to be him as well, right? Is that, like, players are going to have seen him as as well, too, right? As we're talking yep. about that, that zeroing in on guys, like, Austin yep. Matthews is going to be a guy that you circle on the Every game. Every single like, time. Yeah, you look I, when Toronto's coming to town, right. and you go, hey, okay, Austin, Austin Matthews. Matthews. That's the guy, yep. yep. As 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 star-studded as Toronto is, Austin Matthews is the, star, the straw that stirs a drink on this team. Yep. And you worry about him every time he's on the ice. Yeah. So he's going to get looks at the thing. It became a big story too that I was a little interested with was when at the end of the game there, when he's standing in front of the net, just mm -hmm. taking chops from both Weber and Sherrod, uh, Sherrod, sorry, on yeah. those cross checks. His agent had a really interesting quote about it on Twitter. Actually, I'll see if I can pull it up here. 
but he was basically just talking about how stars are treated in the NHL as opposed to every other sport. And I have it right here. He says, great to see NHL hockey back last night. Such amazing athletes and so much speed and skill in the game now. But watching the abuse that star players take is hard to watch. Felt like the 80s with the cross checks in the back and the hacking and slashing. NFL protects QBs. Why don't we? And I agree with it. I When I saw the headline pop up, I'm like, man, you're just bitching about nothing here. But he's got a great point where, like, you look at LeBron James in the NBA. The guy gets 400 free throws a night because he gets those calls because he's a star and you don't want people hurting the stars of the game. Right, you want to see like people pay to see the stars play. Yeah, is... you in the NFL, you see some of the softest roughing the passer calls you'll see because they want to protect the quarterbacks, and like yep. you can't really hit the quarterback like hard. No, you can hit them, but like don't don't you have hit them like certain areas. You know, you can't exactly hit, like, can't, so, like, like destroy them the way that you used to <laughs> because they're the money makers and they make they're... the league money and they make teams money and they make teams better. So why is it that Austin Matthews can stand in front of the net and get his kidneys a obliterated from two big dudes and there's just no calls and i'm yeah, not complaining because it's austin matthews don't get me wrong if this no, is any, if this if this is nick suzuki in front of the net yeah no that i feel like it happens out there right we've seen yeah. like, a couple of stars even injured from from being like johnny, mm-hmm. johnny goudreau when he got slashed how many times yeah. in the finger and he was injured because of it yeah like it broke a finger i'm pretty sure so it they, happened, and then and then they, the I league. feel like they made more of an attention to slashing of the hands. So maybe this is just like the catalyst at the beginning of the season. You know, Gary Batman. I don't think Gary Batman has said anything about it yet. No. So like to see what he does and to see how the officials go on from from this point forward, right? Yeah. Like if it's if it's that's the first game and that's kind of like example A, then yeah. how do you react on this, right? How do you how do you are you going to change it? Or are you just going to leave it and say you know what that's hockey? And if you want to go in front of the net, then you're kind of that you're going in front of the net, right? Like. I feel like playoffs, yeah. though, we go to playoffs and we just leave it. Like, those yeah. are calls that we leave in playoffs because it's yeah. just like, dude, this is a war zone. You know what I mean? Playoffs are like whistles away. It's the weirdest mindset, man. It's just like we right. just forget refs exist in the playoffs. It's nuts. Yeah. And like, but regular happens. season, like, there's 82 games you got to play and you don't want your biggest names in hockey to be down. Like, what if this is Connor McDavid, man? Like, right. If Connor McDavid goes down on the Oilers for an extended period of time, that, that team's not going to get as watched because they're not good. Like cool, Leon, Leon's okay. Leon proved Leon's good, okay last time. <laughs> Leon's good, but like if you're carrying that team for 40 games, I don't see Leon doing it on his own. I don't think in this season because of the there's no like you know what I mean it's it's a shortened season right so everybody's yeah. go now everybody's like yeah. get her started <laughs> yeah it's there's just no, any, there's no ease into it anymore there's even last year in the playoffs you saw it with PD PD gets abused everywhere mm-hmm. he goes because he's little. Yeah. But there's just no calls half the time. It's just at some point, yeah. as the league, you kind of just got to. You don't have to make it a big public thing and be like, "Oh, we're we're telling refs to crack down." No, and at I feel like you point, might just, see minor tweaks though, right? Like, in yeah, that at sense. at some point, as the league, you just got to look at your refs and be like, "Hey, just keep an eye out for it." And if you see something on guys like this, then maybe make a call just so we kind of lock down on stupid shit like that. Yep, and like it's fine. I, I, I agree because you want to see the stars play and you hate to see somebody get injured. Like, you know, like a lower back injury because they got cross-checked. Like, that's a little yeah. aggressive for yeah. sure. Being somebody who would go in front of the net, that that fucking hurts. It hurts. It's not <laughs> like, fun. No, I, I need my it. spine. I, you know, I'll damage it myself. Yeah. I don't need exactly. you chopping away at it. Exactly. It's it's so, tough. It's not. It's a story that's going to fade away and we're not going to hear anything about it. But hopefully... No, but I think, I think you'll see an change. adjustment, man. The NHL seems pretty set yeah. to it. To, Protect Keep their, their players safe. Yeah, you know, I think one of the the biggest things was remember how fighting used to be a little more like 
yeah left alone and now it's you know your helmet has to stay on unless accidentally knocked off they're really big on concussion protocol now like that took yep. a lot of attention so yeah. they're they are they're not big on suspensions because they no, still but like player safety <laughs> notices some shit right yeah, like george Peros, he's like he's pretty all over everything they exist yeah they're not very good at it but they exist yeah um Connor McDavid looked fantastic. I know we yeah. touched on it. I've heard all off season that he looks like on a different planet, and yeah. you know I'm like, oh yeah, you know he's always looked that way. Like he looks better than he's ever looked. Yeah, I know it's two games in. I know that you could like he, whatever. He is already in mid season form, dude. He looks ridiculous. Like that, you said, four points last game where he just took it over against the Vancouver team, who's expected to do pretty, pretty good. good. Like, pretty, they and were I think pretty good. yeah. They we'll touch on it later. What we down in the first game, right? And then what we predict, like that's why I put them second because Connor McDavid has the yeah. ability to just go like, dude, my game. All right, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I know your best guy. I'll see it. That's fine. It, if you're proving that you can do against Vancouver in the second game, yeah, that goal he scored. I don't know if it was the second or the third. I think it was the second, third goal where he mm-hmm. just came flying down the wing and yeah. then just basically stopped and then was going full speed to the left, like bang. <clears throat> And then took the shot. I'm like, whoever says that kid doesn't have a shot, like that's not words. He doesn't have elite shot, no, but he can but shoot. he's got a precise and shot. He's just got he such deception. It. He's got yeah. deception on everything he does, and just the way he can move. It's I incredible. Think he's pretty similar with Sid in the sense that they really wait to show you what they're gonna do. Type D, like yeah. in that situation, like it's yeah. really hard to predict what they're doing because they don't give anything away. They're not showing any sort of like tip off. Yeah, for the they have. Pick up on. They have like ridiculously quick hockey IQ. Yeah, absolutely. Like, not only do they just... know the game, but they can they know it at such high speeds that yeah. they oh, like faster can't match than anybody else. Yeah. He think he thinks quicker than you do, is right. what it is. And it's crazy. He's just they're both both of them are just one step ahead of you every time you try to do yeah. anything. It's yeah. It's it's great. I mean Dude, I even Sid came back on fire. That like, goal he scored. Love it. He like batted the puck down and like yeah. one hand chops it in the net. To just lose. And that's why like that division, nobody has any fucking idea because like which Ovechkin are you seeing? Which no. Crosby are you seeing? Which yep. like You don't know. Even, yeah, you don't know who are you seeing? And it's yeah. like Crosby just proved, yeah, I'm still here, guys. I'm still eighty seven. Like that division and the North Division are the two that you're looking at, like this is gonna be a fun year. The yeah. other divisions, you're like, Yeah, this is gonna be a season. I'm excited for the Ovechkin Crosby. Nine to ten games. Ten games. It's be awesome. Ten games. Love it. It's awesome. Love, love every it. second of it. Yeah. It's going to create, like, this whole setup is going to create so many rivalries. Even you watch, like, Vancouver-Edmonton, it's not the biggest rivalry. But you watched no. last night, the game before, it's going to create because there's already some chippiness there. And the cool thing is, like, three of those teams will just carry over. You know what I mean? Like, usually yeah. three teams in each kind of division will just yeah. stick together when they move back, right? And yeah. that's what's so great about it is, like, Boston Buffalo, like who would have thought? Like they could create some fucking noise in those games, yeah. and then all of a sudden we go back, and it's like, dude, everyone's buzzing to the Boston Buffalo games because they're gonna just throw down. If you're getting hit by the same guys for ten games in a season, you're gonna it's get annoying. pissed off. It's, it's annoying. An- it's annoying. <laughs> Looking at Ben Sherratt's face when he was pushing around Matthews, he was annoying dude, me. Why do you think the men's ice? league is one of the chippiest things of all? You play the same like some oh. six, let's say five to eight teams. <laughs> Whatever, five to nine teams. Yeah. The whole season, you play them three, four, five times, and you're just it's like non-contact. Oh, right. And you just yeah. fucking hate them. You see them all the time. Yeah. You get frustrated. Could you imagine yeah. now? You're this guy's hitting you for sixty yeah. minutes a night. Right. Like and, this is. Oh. Yeah. Like that Ben Sherratt play where he like he pushed Matthews into the boards after the whistle and they get a little chippy. That's game one. I love it. 
And this is going to happen nine more times with these guys. It's going to be fun. Come not even end of the year. Come mid season, five games into this. We're going to see like fights should go up. Honestly, if I don't see an uptick in fights. Absolutely. Not only do you play these guys so much, but you're locked down in this. Like you can't really do anything in life right now. And you're just bundled up and frustrated. If we don't see like a stick over the head, I think I'll be surprised. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) if we don't see something that crazy, if we don't have some, Somebody chased him down with a skate type of deal. Like, if we don't see that, that kind of you're kicking yeah. more, dude. Just <laughs> think bang, about it. You're like, you're just stuck with your team. And as this shit gets worse and worse, like, you're just going to be more stuck with these guys. And if you start yeah. losing, you're going to get pissed Especially off. Like, if your team's bad, right. and you have to keep doing this against right. the same guys. Yes. Oh. You're going to oh. see somebody, like, hop the boards, just jump into the opposing team's bench. Someone's just... going to Miles Garrett a helmet. <laughs> just. <laughs> Just Alex Semin in there. Just, I'm coming at you. That's it. I don't care. <laughs> Goalies yeah. are going to be throwing haymakers. I'm so here for it. I'm so excited for I'm everything excited that's coming. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to touch on in the NHL? Or yeah. We... One thing that I like, I feel like deserves a little nod here is uh, Keith Yandel. His uh, consecutive Ironman streak might come to an end because they're going to healthy scratch him in Florida. What If they do that, I swear to fucking God. Like, that's... Can... Fire like, the owner, fire gonna... the GM. Goodbye. Yeah. So Send the team somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty. Like, that's such a pretty... scummy move. Your team's not good. No, and you like, can't just, tell me Keith Yandel's not a top six D man on Florida. It doesn't sit good. You know, what I mean, you you can't that's you such, can't do that to the guy. So disrespectful. <laughs> he right? deserves more than that. I hope that he gets out of that system somehow. If he gets hurt. Is the, that's the only reason that streak should break? Yeah, if I was not mistaken, I I read it was a healthy scratch and. Insane. It just hurts. Like if that, that's the only thing that I, I think, yeah, it kind of bummed me out reading it. Is that's such a pain in the ass, to Just man. sit out, yeah. Like, Jeez, do it yourself. Yeah. I mean, get suspended like Cogliano did. <laughs> Don't just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that, okay. <laughs> or, like, if, if he's injured or he gets himself booted, then, yeah. then fine. Yeah. But if you're going to health bomb the guy, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, it was just... I'm just kind of reading it a little bit here. Yeah, they are saying it, too. Like, That's it's insane. just a healthy scratch. It's just, that hurts. That's insane. He's not even, he had a decent year last year. Yeah. Oh, do you have his numbers in front of you, or? No. I'll see if I can get it here. I got his age. He's 34. He's not even that old. No. Like, it's not like we're, we're running some near pay retirement him. man out there to try tons of money, too. They do pay him tons of tons money. Tons of money. And that's how you're going to do him? On the bench and blow that Iron Man streak? Yeah. He had 45 points in 69 games last year as a D-man. I, I, I know points don't aren't that big a deal as a D man, but like he's a good offensive Still, weapon. Yeah. What was his plus minus? What he said at? He was he was even. Oh. <laughs> but he yeah, was but minus. so was so was that's Florida. That's not bad. Florida's not so good. Florida. Florida was not even good. in Florida, that's pretty good. Okay, but Florida added what? They added Duclair, they added Hornquist. Uh-huh. Okay. They lost I, Mike Matheson. I think they added Wenberg. Like Radko Gudis. Like these are not names that are gonna get you the promised land. No. So these are the names that are beating him out. So Aaron Eckblad, obviously going to be in your in your lineup. Right. Now, Anton Strowman, probably, because you yep. just you got him. Uh, Mackenzie Weger. Yeah. Um, Radko, Radko Gudis. Radko Gudis is going to play over Keith Yandel. Uh-huh. Kyle Connaughton, I think his name is. Kevin. Kevin Connaughton. See, I didn't even get his name right. That's how, I don't that's know. how good he is. So CBS has their current depth chart as Weger Eckblad. Strawman, Stillman, Gudis, Gustav Forsling. Stillman. 
Hey, Gustav Forsling. There you go. Perfect. Riley still. Who the fuck's Riley Stillman? <laughs> Not a clue. Who the fuck is Gustav Forsling? How are you uh, both playing over I Keith? Think this Forsling is paid, I'm played for the Blackhawks, and I went. To I didn't Carolina. realize how angry about this I was until we brought it up. I'm saying it bothered me. <laughs> That's such a disrespectful move for fucking Rocco Gudis. This is what I'm oh, saying. Florida just loves losing. They they don't care. They're like we're just gonna just stay shit. Do you know anything about Riley Stillman? What's that family Family Guy song? Everyone from Florida is stupid. Ah. Okay. Uh, so Riley everyone from Florida. Okay. Is what? He's a ninety-eight born, so he's twenty-two. So he's a young yep. guy. Yep. You're scratching fucking. Yeah. Eat the handle for a child. When you're not good. God damn it. Fuck Florida. God. Didn't he have an A? Am I wrong? Uh, I'm not sure. For a little bit? You research this. He might have been. Oh, yeah. He definitely was. Right. He was an assistant captain in Florida. Right. I don't know if he still currently is, but definitely. Oh, not anymore. If you're going to be a healthy captain. scratch, that hurts. I don't even care. Man, trade him. If you're not going to play him, trade him. Play him hope... until you get him traded. I hope Florida doesn't win a single game. I too. Me too. I hope they go 0 in how many games is it? 56 this year? <laughs> I hope yeah. they go 0 in 56. Did they already win one? I don't know. I don't think so. No, they, oh, no, they can't play right now. That's right. Yeah. They're part of that, like, haven't played yet. So <laughs> they're not even on the standings board. I'm looking at the standings, and there's teams like 1 0, 0 and 1, and there's not Florida around. Because they're in the Central, aren't they? Yeah, they'd be in the Central. They are. Or no. Indeed. No, they're in the West. West? No. No, where's Dallas? Not the West. Central. Central. Yeah, that's what I meant. In the Central. So them and Dallas. That makes sense. Man, brutal. (sighs) Thank you for bringing that up. I completely forgot about that. Such a a brutal. I was disgruntled. I I wasn't until now. And now I'm like, (laughs) I can see it. You're frowning. Your face shows it. He's such a good guy. And you're doing this to him. You know what? I'm going to write a letter. (laughs) (laughs) Dear. Writing. A letter. <laughs> We're gonna impeach the fucking Florida Panthers GM. Is what's gonna yeah. happen with a coach. Joe, that's Joe Quinville. Oh yeah, I guess he makes the decisions on the. Fuck you, Joel Quinville. What the fuck is he doing? You were way better than that. You would have never done that. To <laughs> You're Keith. better than this. You would have never done that. You know loyalty. You were a Blackhawk coach. <laughs> you, you had old men playing for your team who didn't need to be there. Patrick Sharp ran his career out in Chicago, did he not? He went to Dallas, and I thought he came back for a little bit. He did. No, I don't remember. I thought he came back for like a year, and he, he was not to... good. He's never good. <laughs> he was okay. He was there. Just he, was angry. Just... he was good. He's, he's a good sports analyst. <laughs> he's a good-looking guy. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> It'll get you in trouble. Dude, Jamie Ronick got fired over those words. I know, but he's a good-looking guy. He did. He came back to Chicago. He had 10 goals in 70 games. That's it. You see me after the pod, okay? We're going to need to talk. When did Glenville leave there? Um, Like a couple years ago. Was it 2018? I believe so. Did he stay for the 2017-18 season? I believe so. I believe that was the season. He played Patrick Sharp. I can't remember. All I know is that we keep signing this Jerry Collins toddler of a coach, and yet we just... (laughs) That's an absolute joke. I'm not happy. We need to move on because I am just going to yeah. keep yelling. We can move on to the other Panthers if you want. Oh, okay. Do you want to, do you want to transition? Yeah, we might as well. Yeah. Oh, the Panthers want – they're talking. So Carolina Dwayne Panthers Haskins. football. Carolina Panthers, thank you. Yeah, talking great. to Dwayne Haskins about being their next – what? Being their next what? There's no way he starts. 
I don't know. Maybe did they lose Danny Bridgewater? No, they signed for two more years. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying, did they lose confidence in him that fast? There's no way in hell you could lose confidence in Teddy and have confidence in fucking Dwayne Haskins. Do you really think he's going to beat the likes of like Drew Brees, Tom Brady? Like that's your division, is it not? God no. Even if they're a hundred years old, that whole division's got good. Matt Ryan's a quarterback in that division. Like, oh my. (laughs) Good lord, he's the worst name available right now. Yeah, hey, how are the about- Carolina hotel rooms? Like, does he have a chance of really running into some problems here? Or like, <laughs> probably. Yeah, I would. What is it? it? What is it with, cool. with strip clubs and professional athletes? What? What the hell? That's your demco, dude. Lou Williams. Lou Williams, thank you. <laughs> but it was chicken wings. wings. Look at the wings. I I completely understand that they have the best wings ever. But Dwayne Haskins, dude, like, I don't get that. Deshaun Watson is wants out. Matt Ryan is open for trade. Yeah. Alex Smith. Yeah. Cam Newton bring back. You can bring back Cam Newton. I wouldn't be as pissed. No. Dwayne Haskins. Kirk Cousins is apparently getting ousted no. in Minnesota. Like no, you could. Yeah, no one does. But I'd, I'm saying. Rather I'd rather Dwayne Haskins. I know. You know what the funniest one was, though? With Philadelphia, when they fired Doug Peterson, they're like, yeah, we're going to keep Wentz, too, we think. Carson Wentz! No, they don't want to trade him. But they might! I know. The most surprising one, dude, was Tua. Tua might not actually have the confidence in Miami. Tua's available, because they were talking Tua for Deshaun Watson in a trade. That's nuts. Done deal. Um, I'd rather take Gardner Minshew at this point, because you know they're going to draft Trevor Lawrence. I'd rather have Gardner Minshew than Dwayne Haskins right now. His numbers weren't that bad. Can I just say, like, how is Dwayne Haskins getting another look? But, like, you know, Colin Kaepernick. Even Johnny Manziel. I would give Johnny Manziel a a better look. (laughs) I would have given Manziel a way better look than Haskins. Kim Tebow come back from baseball and be the quarterback of the Carolina Panthers than have Dwayne Haskins come and be the quarterback. Serious question. Like, I know this is going to be way off topic, but sort of. Tim Tebow, do you ever see him making a Major League Baseball team? No. No. (laughs) <laughs> I think it'd be a really cool publicity stunt, but no, I he's he's not good, especially in the so Mets. He's still Mets part of the Mets. Yeah, the Mets are like fucking. We're good. <laughs> he gets traded to like the Marlins, maybe, okay. or like some uh, the Pittsburgh. If he gets traded to Pittsburgh, I could see it. Dude, Dude no. trade him to Colorado. Have him play for the Broncos yeah. and the Rockies. <laughs> yeah, why not? Have fun with it. Or Florida. Mile yeah, he's, high, the, he's a Florida guy. Right. He went to he went to the Gators, didn't he? Yeah, he played for Florida. Florida guy. Jesus guy? Yeah, big Jesus guy. They're really big down there, remember? God saves, good, Jesus loves. <laughs> good looking man. Good Thanks looking for giving me the directions, stranger. Yeah. Didn't make a ton of money in his NFL career, but he's a great analyst. Yeah. Does a good job on the broadcasts. Yeah, so anyways. I'd bring we, him back. We'll bring him Over back. Dwayne Haskins. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Absolutely. That's and so here we are. I can't believe this is a conversation. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't believe that. it's a consideration. I hate this team. I hate him. I love them. Someone. I hate them. Like, just everyone wait, too, because, like, Sam Darnold. I know Sam Darnold, people think he sucks, but. I would rather Sam Darnold. Better than Dwayne Haskins. In a heartbeat. I wouldn't <sighs> even give it a second thought. Now, here's the Draft real question. the quarterback. Here's the real question. Taylor Haneke. Nate Peterman or no. Dwayne Haskins. Quarterback <laughs> in NFL history. He, there was, I don't know the exact number, but it's like, if he spiked the ball into the ground every single time he took a snap, he would have a better QBR than he did yeah. when he finished his career. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has to get picked off. I think it's like 3,000 straight 
passes in order to have a worse touchdown interception ratio than Nathan Peterman had. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's brutal. So great. It's brutal. (laughs) He is not good. Oh, my God. Well, Aaron Rodgers is good. Yeah. And he's going to roll this weekend. Oh, he's the MVP. Dude. He he should be MVP or Josh Allen, honestly. Yeah, I, I Josh Allen's Dude. great, man. Josh Allen stepped cool. up. He took over the division for the first time in how many years? Yeah, it's been <laughs> the Patriots division. division. For yeah. How long? Hurts? 2008 was the last time, was it? I think so, something maybe even what? maybe even earlier than that. Yeah, since I think Tom Brady was injured. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just like Aaron Rodgers is going to roll I think this weekend he looks really good. It's supposed to be frozen. It's supposed to be snowing, I think. Yeah. So he's an absolute lunatic. He knows how though. to work that. Yeah. Yeah. He can go out there in the snow and just get her done. It's and like, like it's not played in LA for the whole season, man. That's not, not going to help you here. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't warm. Goff's got one hand. Oh Your backup God. is Blake Bortles. Yeah, dude. But Goff like beat Seattle with one hand. <laughs> yeah. I think he Seattle just handed beat it off Seattle? with the other one. He was like, here, Personally? this one works. <laughs> I think Seattle beat Seattle because Goff really yeah. didn't have numbers. But yeah. if Goff can't play, you're in. You're and like the thing is that Green Bay has like a legitimate running game, whereas Seattle doesn't. Their defenses look better lately too, so yeah. they're kind of more of a complete team than they were at the beginning of the year. Is Aaron Donald healthy? I'm not 100 percent sure. I can look it up. Is like but... we know Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey's like the best player in the league. Holy fuck! Yeah, he, just he, does he has he... no chill. Just ruthless. And like you oh. have that defense unbelievable. He's in every ball. Like literally around every ball. He feels no pain. I feel healthy is what Perfect. he's Perfect. He'll he'll disrupt Rogers a bit, but Rogers has always shown that big playability on the run. Like he and like especially with the weather. The weather is like the you know, they used to say the same thing about Tom Brady. Like when he plays in the cold, he just plays better because he's used to it. And he's been used to it. And that's where Aaron Rodgers has always been in Green Bay. He's used to that cold weather. He's used to the winter. Like well, this was one game. He he yeah, it was one game this year where it was like he really snowing. He, he, he had three TDs in the snow. first half. Like, yeah, it's one of those things. It's like you know what, snowing. Let's run the ball. And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, let me sling sixty-yard passes to Devontae. Right. Adams. He's like, I could do this. It's fine. I figured out. Don't worry. Don't worry about me. They can run the ball. He we'll is that passes. good? And like, I love it. Again, we touched on it last time. Jordan Love, like, dude, sit down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still, <laughs> I'm still doing more. Like, they I'm just not put the chip on his shoulder, and he's like, I got this. You stay there. You put the fire under his ass, and he went. Um, I can't believe we've gone this far into football without talking about it. Juju Smith-Schuster is a fucking clown. Oh, my God. I would honestly... His TikTok dances, I've hated all year. It's been Uh, stupid. Whatever. Why, on God's green earth, do you light a fire under the Browns before the game with that stupid-ass comment? I don't know. Because he was just—he's ignorant, man. He's ignorant for sure. I feel like once you once you get to a Madden kind of cover, he's like, no, he didn't cover Madden, but once you get to like that kind of elite star level, once you become star star level, you think you can just do whatever you want. You become a star wide receiver in Pittsburgh, your brain falls out of your head. Happened with AB. Apparently, happening in here. Plaxico shot himself as a as a Steeler. You're right. You're right. I forgot. Yep. Man. That's how mad he was. That's how that's how insane he was in his head. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm done. Bang oh, to the leg. Put me in jail. <laughs> I, oh my god, man. Like I get it, being confident, being confident in yourself. But to go out there and say the Browns is the Browns, 
before yeah. the game, giving they're them the, like that's though. literally bulletin board material. They're not the Browns. Like they're the they're the best version oh, of the Browns dude, they've ever been. I've never seen this ver. I've never no. seen this good of a Browns team in my lifetime. I'm 24 years old. They have two of the best running backs in the game, and you put them together on an even split, and yet they still run the ball like 100 yards each. Yeah. It's insane. And Baker still throws the ball sometimes. Right. But and you know what helps targets. that too, man? Is like, I honestly think with OBJ out of the equation, they're mm-hmm. just able to simplify the game and go, we are yeah. running. Just throw it to someone. And, we're running guys first and foremost. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll we'll figure out when we have to throw. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we got a steady tight end. We have yeah. Jarvis Landry, who just run runs routes, like, is an excellent Great two. Ball excellent ball. two. Yeah. But, like, an excellent two option, but, like, can be a one option and. And they're just balling out right now. Like, I don't think they're going to win this week because it's just going to be a shootout. But well, it's been fun thing. to watch. You get Chase Claypool, who comes out after the game the next right. day. And he's just like, oh, whatever. They're still going to get their ass beat. Shut up! You lost. Go away. Is that Yeah, that's oh, how petty it is, God. though. And he doubled down on it yesterday. He came out yesterday and he's just like, oh, they were disrespectful. And I don't think they deserve my respect. You started it! Shut your petty. mouth and go away. Yeah, like, that's just how I, petty it is, though, man. Like, man, it doesn't I matter. Respect- There's no, I would have congratulated them afterwards. Like, all right, man, you beat us. Like, if you want to talk that oh, talk, you got to back it up for sure. And they didn't. Shut your mouth. Yeah. If you don't, just shut right. up. Like, I respect that Chase Claypool's Canadian. Yeah. But I don't like him anymore. But he didn't really have, like, he had a, a he had good two touch- touchdown season. He didn't have a good receiving season no, he didn't have a ridiculous not, like even the best rookie he was probably not the second best rookie receiver in the game no like i buddy i get it you guys all want to be that like cocky team and co- co- sorry confident team that like yeah our receivers are great but you just got your ass handed to you oh. can't come out and be like oh well they're still going to get beat no. so what you're telling me is you would have got absolutely murdered in the next round right is what you're saying is you guys aren't even a real fucking team at this point because you just got your ass handed to you by this team that you're chirping still to this them, day. Though? I don't think they would have faced them. No, they would have played the Bills. Yeah, but. they would have just. But even still, the Bills would have handed them their lunch money. Oh my god, we lost the last like five games. You suck. Plain yeah, and simple. They were not Pittsburgh good. Pittsburgh Steelers suck. Yeah, they pulled the wool over everyone's eyes. Early they were the biggest just... pretender. I said it in like week four. I'm like, this is a pretender. This is not a contender. Yeah. This no. looks like what the Patriots were last year. Oh, when absolutely. the Patriots look great yeah. because they played nobody and then lost near the end and yeah. sucked in the playoffs. And just couldn't do anything. Same First team they ran into with a running game just mm-hmm. destroyed them. They couldn't do anything to it. Yep. It's embarrassing. I, 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 now, the the comeback was, was almost there, to be honest. Like a lot yeah, of I think the Browns just going to stop playing. <laughs> absolutely. Like, but, like, you can't just stop playing. And, like, no. that's... They still won by two and a half touchdowns, wasn't it? Right. And, like, they're they're going to get... In a really good game. I don't think that it's a cakewalk for Patrick Mahomes, but Patrick Mahomes is just until you prove me wrong I, on that KC yeah. team, like you're not gonna prove like I not think going down. the Browns will run all over the Chiefs because okay. their defense is good. But you just can't stop that Kansas City offense, especially if you're the I think the Browns have a good defense. They're a good pass rushing team. Miles Garrett's an animal. Dude, he's a beast. Denzel like, Ward's gonna like be back. They've done a good job cool. to but they've done a good job to protect Patrick Mahomes. They do yeah. a good job of having, oh. you know, the running back chip block tight end even kelsey man kelsey getting open he could he usually blocks before it and then goes he's a and better open. receiver than a lot of receivers on most right teams. tyreek hill sammy Watkins, playoff sammy Watkins. good luck they're gonna be good um you gotta hope if you're a browns fan that they can do what they did last week and just protect the hell out of baker because baker had three years every time he had the ball to oh. look around 
just see his targets. Yeah, you're hoping I that, that I don't continue, think you're gonna but... get that though, man. Like I'm just trying to, uh, I'm just trying to quick peek here, but like yep. they have a much better like Frank Clark. That's that's the player I was thinking of. Unreal, mm-hmm. unreal yeah. to get at the quarterback. Like he hauls ass in there. <laughs> Chandler Did Jones, you? I think is or no Chris Jones. Sorry, Chris Jones. Chandler Jones okay. is on Arizona. Chris Jones too, very underrated. Yeah, like just they both pressure and. Baker has shown that sometimes he doesn't make the best decisions under pressure. And I'm not saying that they're to his defense. He's been really good since like week five. He has yeah, absolutely. And they've given him a lot more time this year too, than they have in any, any years prior. Like this they've is also a, changed the playbook a lot. Like he's running a lot of like different plays that he just, he's more comfortable with. It seems yeah, like for sure. I, but, he's definitely turned himself around. I don't think the narrative of him, like, being this gunslinger that just throws wherever he wants is very accurate no. anymore. He's not. He's not that that player anymore. But if you he start getting into tra- like, dude, Tyron Matthew, I think is still he's a really smart player from behind there. Mix that with Sorensen, and they both kind of create a really good safety net behind any of those corners. Yeah, and it's just they they just they have pieces and they go behind. Like they're not saying we're going to keep you to to twenty points because they don't need to. Because Patrick no. Mahomes usually he can score forty five every like, day. Right. So that's oh. where I think the game is just going to slip away. Like you can't shoot out with KC. That's yeah, no, absolutely not. And that's what this team does, and it's going to be an interesting game in that hmm. route. Did you see the quote from Baker about their offensive line? Oh, so their offensive line was just disappeared. They had nothing left. <clears throat> so Joel Batonio got COVID before, and he was like one of the only remaining offensive linemen left. Right. So the, <laughs> Michael Dunn steps in to play for him. And Michael Dunn gets hurt. So after the game, Baker goes, yeah, we had Michael Dunn step in at left guard for Joel Batonio. He goes, and then Michael got hurt, and some guy named Blake that I introduced myself to in the locker room before the game stepped in in the fourth quarter. It's like they literally didn't know this guy before the game. Yeah, Blake Hans. Blake Hans. Yeah. And then Jarvis Landry goes on the Pat McAfee show, and he's just like, I don't want to butcher the guy's name. I don't even remember. Uh, Number 65. He's just like, I think his name was Hans. Hans. It was Hans. And he goes, uh, yeah, 60, I, I literally introduced myself in the dressing room. Yeah. He's like, that guy's never been to a meeting. I've never seen this guy before in my life. But he went out there and stepped up. I'm yeah. like, that's awesome. I love yeah. that story. It's like, no, it's, it's hilarious, it, man. It's yeah, the fact that they it, did man. what they did with that O-line. Unbelievable. They do whatever, man. It's next guy up. That's just yeah. how it is. That's so funny, though, that they just like, you're introducing yourself. Hey, you're going to need to protect me at night. And it's going to be a playoff game. Hey, man, I'm Baker. Nice to meet you. Can you block that guy? Welcome to one of the hardest games we're ever going to play because we hate each other. Welcome to the NFL, kid. Get in there. Yeah, exactly. Good thing Bud Dupree's injured because otherwise it would have been TJ Watt and Bud Dupree. Like TJ Watt did nothing in that game. I know. I'm so happy about it. I know. Everyone was just like, oh, TJ Watt's coming back. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, no. He was trash. He was. I'd love to see him do better, too. Dog pound, baby. Dude, if... Honestly, if I'm looking for a Texan to trade for, bring in the Watts together. All three of them would then play there because the fullback brother oh, yeah. is, is on Pittsburgh. Name? Another two-letter name. As there. Yeah. Is it EJ Watt? I don't know. No, I think OJ he has a full Watt? name. No, he's got a full name. Does he, he got a full name? I think so. Let me look that up. I'll, don't don't quote I, me on that. I, but... I thought it was a two-letter. It's a short name, though. Is it? Thought. That's so funny, though. That JJ, Derek, TJ, his it's... name's Derek Watts. See? Yeah, Derek that's what Watt? I mean. He's, he never stood a chance. It's DK Watt. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Carl Watt for sure. 
For sure, DK Watt. It's just Derek. There's no way you're not giving him a two letter name. Derek. Come there's on. JJ, there's TJ, and Derek. <laughs> um, Derek never stood a chance, anyways. Okay. Let's just. Who you got in this round coming up? For uh, which game? Let's go. Let's go in order here. Let's go Bills Ravens. Let's have fun with that one. That's a good, good game. Oh, you know what? I actually just submitted all my picks to. Okay. Uh, we have a little bet going on with a couple of buddies. All right. I flip flopped. I took Buffalo in the end, though. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be a close game. I think I, I took, took it like a 23 score. Like right. you know, I think I just think that Buffalo's a little better for a little better prepared for Lamar Jackson to run, and yeah. that's where like it'll be interesting. Really... Depends on what Buffalo defense shows up that makes a difference in that game. I think. Yeah, but they're they're they hit hard, yeah. man, and they they really know how to cover. Yeah. Um, so. Battle of the old men, Tampa Bay and what do you call it, New Orleans. You know who I'm taking. Taking Obviously. the old dog. Oh, Tom Brady, baby. <laughs> Dude, yeah. that offense is too They're so stacked. good. They're, they're, and their stopped. defense is so good, man. Right. Oh, my goodness. We have to they're block Mike Evans. Okay, now we have to worry about Antonio Brown. Oh, that leaves Gronk in one-on-one coverage. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, Chris Godwin is there now, too. You literally, like, there's three guys that you just can't give one-on-one coverage to because they're no. going to beat you every And they're day. always going to be in one-on-one. At least one of them will always be in one-on-one coverage. It's so tough. So like, there's no way. And then Fournette's been serviceable. Yeah, I think he does Jones, the job. Ronald Jones they, does the job. Yeah, uh, but they protect Tom Brady. Shady comes in and does the job when he has to. Right. Like, but that's just down there, you know? Like they yep. just they have a committee. Yep. They're good. And yeah, as you said, their defense, I got a lot of respect for that defense. Very like un- unnamed, you know? Yeah. I think it's behind like, like as a JPP is there. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think that's it though. And then I just don't know anybody else. The, the like seven or eight digit wonder. Crazy. Very blue his hand. Isn't that crazy? Blue his hand. Yeah, it's fun. so nuts that he's still he like this still like, thing in the NFL. Love, but before, yeah. like the first year he came back, he had this huge, like just wrapped up hand, yeah. and he didn't do anything. And I think it was because it, it added like ten pounds to him moving. Just using it as a club that just yeah. out quarterbacks and shit. Yeah. Um. Obviously, you're taking the Packers. Yeah, I took and, the Packers. And obviously, I took... you're taking the Chiefs too. I'm assuming. Yeah, those are yeah. Because I picked KC for my end game. I picked Tampa Bay KC. Okay. KC win it or Tampa Bay? Oh, KC. I picked KC even at the beginning. I just didn't pick KC because it's boring. No, it's not. But it's not. It's the though. right pick. But until it's you prove me wrong, like that's the I know, thing. It's the right pick. You're you're right, but it's just boring. And I don't want to pick one versus one, like Green Bay versus Kansas City. I don't want to just say that. But like obviously, it's they've shown that they can lose in yeah. this year. I, I I don't disagree with you there. And going up against a, a Tampa Bay, like we've said, like it's going to be a good matchup. I think so. Green Bay, like, if that's my next round, if that's correct, yeah. given that that differs, What's like, are you are you pretty well consistent? Um, on that? I took the Ravens. Oh, okay. Um, they're just so hot right now. I could see them. Plus, it's going to be snowy. And Lamar like, Jackson's so hot. <laughs> yeah, but that's what well, this is. What I mean, though, because it's like, going to be a snowy day, and like you're going to have to rely on the run game. And I yeah. take the Ravens' run game over the Bills' run game eleven times out of ten. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess that's true, but I just I have a lot of faith in Josh Allen this year. I think yeah, that no, adding, I, I I don't disagree. They could easily win that game. Don't get me adding wrong. Cole Beasley was just a really good good move. <laughs> yeah, that he's like when they when they went on and got him like two years ago. Like, as long as the snow doesn't hurt Josh Allen, they they could win that game. I don't I don't, I don't disagree. Well. Um, I agree with you on the Bucks. 
I agree with you on the Packers. I think the Packers and Chiefs are kind of gimmies. Just like, I hope the Browns pull it off, but I don't think they can. I'd love to eat my words on that, man. If so, then then I'm picking the Browns. Like, Browns are going to the Super Bowl. That's it. it, Man, if you beat the Steelers and the Chiefs in back-to-back weeks, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Who's going to beat them at that point? I know. Then you got to go through Buffalo or Baltimore. But, like, dude, that'd be... Like that'd be unreal, Baltimore versus Baltimore, Cleveland in the AFC Finals. That'd be so fun. That'd be so against fun. what I pick completely, but I'm okay to be wrong on everything. Uh, what have we not talked about? Baseball. Save the best for last. Well, not the very last. We have that. Uh, oh yeah, right. We have our own things to do. Mystery, random question of the day. <laughs> uh, first and foremost, we forgot to mention Tommy Lasorda last week. Um, it kind of just slipped my mind. Um, obviously, when you see older people pass away it's it's a little more expected but this is one that's kind of like tommy lasorda was just such a legend in baseball and he did so much for the dodgers and just the game in general it's just like it when sucks I, to see him yeah when i quickly peeked it his years spent with the dodgers i almost thought it was his age and i like had to double take it because it was like 71 like he spent a ridiculous so a lot long. of time in that organization and i was like what he's so like young and then it's like oh like you know way older than that obviously mm-hmm. i was like oh wow some, okay. some of his quotes are really cool too like talking about the dodger like dodger stadiums is home and like mm-hmm. it's it just it, it's tough obviously everyone's got their time it just sucks that his came up when it did especially in this year where we seem to lose everybody and they just like they just won the world series too man like, yeah at, at least you got to see that like that's I'm, what i mean the last game the last fun. dodger game he ever watched was them winning the world series so that's right. cool you respect that yeah, um but definitely, yeah. definitely is a big loss to the game yeah. You know, that's that's a real household name. Yeah. I feel like for even some of those people who grew up just around baseball and not actually in baseball, mm. you know, like I I wasn't the biggest baseball fan. But, you, you know, know 10 years ago, but, you know, some yeah, you know, the names, right? Like they yeah. they're just names that stick around. Yep, so. exactly. Yeah. So that's the most sad news out of the way. And now to the other sad news that's not death related. Uh, Liam Hendricks, we talked about last podcast, signed with the White Sox <laughs> for way too much money. Oh well, I'm not too disappointed we missed out on that. 18 million. Oh my dude. Like Jeez Louise. As soon as I saw them, like I'm like, oh no, Liam Hendricks. And then I saw From the number. Like, that's oh, been no, three times, was it? Four yeah, he's, he's the best reliever in baseball. Don't get me. And now he's just no, no, absolutely. I'm not like but he makes more money than a role this Chapman now. Yeah. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, yeah, no, what? No, he's yours. I I'm yeah, good. You I was not that. paying that for Liam Hendricks. No. I was thinking like ten a year, I was okay with. I'm like ten million a year sounds cool for Liam Hendricks. White Sox Not just that, putting eighteen into an arm. That's insane. Uh, Good for you guys. Way to go. I'm proud. Well, of that you. that didn't hurt that much. Thank you for keeping our our money in our pockets for other yeah, hopefully other achievable players. And today DJ LeMay who re-signed with the Yankees. Six years. This one hurts. This one hurts me. Was it six six over six years over nine. six? And like, I heard they I, offered him what so 78 over four was our highest. Yeah. Um you're you're you feeling a little hurt by that one? I hurt it hurts because I think DJ LeMahieu was the best fit available for us. And at $90 million for six years, what is that a year? That's not 15. Yeah, that's I was thinking like Dude, 25. Less than <laughs> you're literally paying him. Oh it is 15. Okay, but we offered him been such a, and a half. And he, yeah. he turned down 19 and a half. We're two years left, but that doesn't bode well for the Jays. No, okay. that really hurts. Because like kind of leaving it the him. so the way that they explained it 
at the beginning of all this when you heard about you know the Jays are here, Jays are there, Jays are there. It's like the team with the most potential to walk away with a J- with having nothing is the Jays, and it's really really looking that way. But it's it's not for lack of effort. Like that's a lot of money they oh, offered him. Yeah, absolutely. they probably offered money to Liam Hendricks, but I'm not paying that much for Liam oh. Hendricks. They might have offered money to Bauer by now. We don't know. Right, but they know that you know they've offered. You know they talked to Springer too. Is another yeah. one. They offered it to him. I thought. Yeah. And so it's not for lack of effort. They're offering the money. Just nobody wants to come here right now, apparently. Mm-hmm. That sucks. It that hurts. does hurt. And especially, I think, yeah. Like, do you think that playing, like, not knowing where you're going to be, Probably where it hurts. they're not going to be up here. Oh. I could see them at spring training. You're, you're moving around for at least the first two years of your career. <clears throat> because you got to go from wherever your team is now to probably Buffalo or Dunedin, and then you got to go but, okay, back but to you, Toronto next year. And like, how are you going to go to Buffalo if they have their AAA team? Yeah, like, I don't if know. The Bison are running. You can't go there. Yeah, I don't know what. But now you got to go. You have to go to Dunedin. Yeah, and play in. Or but you then have to what go if Dunedin's like, running? Like you don't know. Right. <clears throat> it's going to be it, tough. That's what I, I'm saying. You'll have to go I, to I, like I a spring training think. facility that is not used. Yeah. I think that definitely plays into their thought process. Yeah. It sucks. I hate it. Yeah, but know? one person they did sign. Yeah, we did something good. Um, kept them. Mark Shapiro got extended for five years. Love it. I don't think there was a dollar value that came out. I, You know what? Right. I was a big Mark Shapiro, Ross Atkins hater when they first came, and they did a terrible job. But <laughs> the last three years, I think they've built a really good program here. And a, a, yeah, they. I think they've done a really good job yeah. rebuilding the yeah. The, the prospect pool is crazy. Like, it's deep. They got a lot mm-hmm. of... They're, like, top five in the MLB, I'm pretty sure, for prospects. And their yeah. team right now is arguably a playoff team. But did you not... We, we saw them do that in Cleveland. Yeah. Like, how many do. players did we list off last I just episode? Did, like, we are not Cleveland. We are very no. not Cleveland. No. And we have the money that Cleveland doesn't. So, that the thing with me is just, like, just spend that money. And then you could still be a playoff team. And they're But trying. they've created a playoff team. And they're trying. And now to, they're trying to spend the money. They're trying seen. to spend, and they're trying to be smart about it, though. With with still like not getting themselves backed yeah. into a corner, they're, where yeah, you know where we went because like we've seen this team go all in before and come up short, and then watch it just kind of disappear. And yeah. I feel like we've turned around a lot quicker than most people expected. Yeah, this was a very quick rebuild. Right. There was only one year where everybody jumped off and was like, "This team sucks." Yep. So I'm I'm happy with that. I'm glad they brought him back. I think five years should be nice. That'll they have a chance to win a World Series in that five-year window. A chance. I think Not a great you, one. You got to bring in... A name or two. A couple more, yeah. I would like to see at least one or two more names pitching, whether that comes from the farm or whether that comes from free yeah. agency. You know what I mean? Like getting Trevor Bauer, if you go that route, that jump starts it. Yeah. But I think, you know, settling for a, like a James Paxton, let's say, like not... Doesn't, that doesn't, doesn't put you push much. the needle. That but doesn't I think, really, yeah. Obviously, the development of Nate Pearson is going to be big. Um, you hope you have, to see it. You have guys in the minors that can do it. I don't know if they can become studs, but they, I yeah. think the pieces are there, and they're just like one or two pickups away from being a World Series contender in that right. five-year run. And I think I could yeah, see it. Like, dude, getting getting George Springer now gives you a little more outfield depth if they're bringing, to trade with, yeah. even if you want to, right? Like, yep. you can now go and like Good Randall Grichuk becomes expendable. Yep. If he's not Absolutely. able to hit, and if he's well, not even able... JT Real Muto still exists, and if they can bring right. him in, they they have trade pieces, and like there's things they can do. Right. 
I'm not holding out hope at this point because like we are missing out on a lot of guys because they just don't want to come yeah, here. It looks like and I, I look around at the teams and like none of them to me scream that they want a catcher. Right. That's, that, that's me, the biggest target for me is I think the only two teams in that mix are us and the Phillies, especially a catcher for that much. Like there was obviously like when the Mets went out and got, what was it? James McCann. I think yep. it was who they first signed that to me already said we've, we're looking elsewhere. We're like, paying. we know that we've yeah. got Lindor more in the bag. I feel like they knew then they had more in the bag than, yeah, than they were willing to give away. Yep. So, well, and I, and I, I think there's not a lot of teams out there looking to spend a ton of money on a catcher. And I think I, I'm okay with it, man. If it brings in JT Romuto, cause you, it, it's not just bringing in JT. It's allowing you to trade those other catching uh, prospects and pieces yeah, that you I, have. And just something stars in. as well that love to that would love the opportunity to to play with a guy like JT like that also attracts more names to your to your system so it's yeah, exactly. it's a good move I think getting at least one star like I'm not convinced George Springer does that if yeah. we were to sign him like obviously yeah. great addition but I'm good not convinced piece. that you can not get some maybe Houston stragglers at the end of it but <laughs> yeah. I know you'd be thrilled about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 